Hey there, I'm Trevor Houston, the creator of the Who You Know Summit, and I'd like to welcome you to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. On our program, we'd like to show you a job search like you've never seen. Everything from getting noticed by employers, how to properly format your resume, and how to network effectively using LinkedIn to drive recruiters to your profile. We even take suggestions from our amazing community. So if you want to learn all things job search, go ahead and subscribe now. Focus. It's all about the job search. So if you want to learn how to land that next success, you heard them. All you got to do is subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss out on a thing. Welcome back to the Who You Know Job Networking Show, where what you know is important, but... Who, who you, you know? know? Who you know make all the difference in your job search. Guys, you heard those testimonials, right? Right before the break. You heard those testimonials. So we actually, it's Who You Know Wednesday, and we just had our summit. We just had our summit today, right? Today. So I'd like to hear from you. If you've ever been to our summit, you've ever been through it, or maybe you were in it today, put hashtag summit in the comments section right now. And if you haven't been and you're like, you know what? What is this summit thing all about? Uh, put hashtag first time. We'll get you an invite. You'll get a link in the description. There's a link in the description and we'll get the link put in the chat. So make sure you do that right now. Now, without further delay, though, we got a very special guest in the house. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting. You see my hands moving? You see this? All right. So we got Dr. Brian Harmon. And let me let me let me read his bio real quick. He's a passionate coach from L.A. Okay, Los Angeles, California. A. And his dream, uh, his dream, <laughs> I can't read. Oh, man. This is bad, y'all. Not Look, today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Him and his team offering career coaching, corporate training, executive coaching, and leadership retreats. He's also a four-time global TEDx speaker and leadership professor who's obsessed with laughing. So I'm laughing, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. We gotta dive in, and I gotta I gotta ask you a question. Okay. Would you rather permanent have permanent pointy teeth? Okay, like this, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> or permanent red shot bloodshot eyes? Which one would you rather have? Permanent pointy teeth or bloodshot eyes? Where do these questions come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. I want. No, I want the last question. This one's terrible because this is like a Darth Maul. Either way I go, go, I got the bad teeth or I get the, the red eyes. I mean, I'm going I'm going bloodshot eyes. I'm going bloodshot eyes. Bloodshot eyes. Mark, what about you? Um, you know, I think I'm going to go with the teeth, you know, because it's, it's permanent teeth. Permanent, like Permanent, sharp like you can't at, get them filed oh, down. Oh, I almost like, said a bad word. Sharp. You can't. You can't get them filed. Okay. You know, I still, I'm going to go with teeth. I'm going to go with sharp teeth because, you sharp know. Sharp teeth. You know, you can still you can still eat, and you don't have to show everybody your teeth. I don't know, man. I'm thinking I'm I'm with Brian. Plus, I get some clear eyes, and we're good to go. But you said it was permanent. It's permanent, but clear eyes will take that away real quick. <laughs> well, you then see, it's not permanent. You've seen the commercials. Come on, son. All right, Brian. Let's dive in, man. I'm excited you're here, um, and hopefully. Um, uh, uh, Ravi's in the comments somewhere, probably clowning right now. I'm sure he's in there. Hey, yeah, Brian. I saw Ravi. So, so the job search should be pretty exciting time for a lot of people, um, and, and, but it's often not. Okay, so what do you think job seekers can do to actually change that up and get their excitement back? Mm. Oh mm. man, that's so cool. So this this is sadly the the black hole of anxiety, the the job search, but. 
But actually, I think it should be one of those really awesome adventures where you can have that massive growth in jump. Take this as an opportunity to revisit or, or even create your core values, your vision statement. Determine what your professional purpose is and what type of work would be most energizing to you. So you can become of service to others with that, that brightest light and energy and emotional optimism that people need. Uh, I think that it's important that we take this journey, the career transition, uh, as a time to reflect on, on also what would our future self say about this? How can I make sure my, my future Brian, 10 year plus Brian says, hey, that was a good call, nice move. Um, so will this next project or role or journey bring me closer to that ultimate goal? And an ultimate goal doesn't have to be anything intense. It can be as simple as my mission to bring more trust and love into the workplace and help people reach their personal and professional goals in the process. So yeah, go back, revisit, and make sure you're going in the direction that, that you really should Seeking. Well, I like what you said there because you said, you know, uh, vision, a vision board, like not not a vision board, but you said uh, and getting your, your core values and, and getting that like um, like a mission statement. You're like treating it like a business, man. That's pretty cool. So you're like treating this like you know, like I'm, I'm a business owner and I'm, I'm starting up my business and I want to I want to have a, you know, a, a mission statement and all that kind of stuff. Where are you getting this? Because I love what you're I love where you're going with that. Only you are the, the CEO of your life, the captain of your own ship. And these, these jobs, this is where you're going to spend so much of your living, breathing day. So this has to be a place where not only is it not stressful, but it's actually going to bring up the energy, the passion, the purpose. Everything that we should do should add more meaning to our life. And by taking that second to reevaluate, hey, maybe this means a big transition in role or industry or something. But you're never going to look back and regret making these big changes that are in the right place. I, I once spent 15 years in the wrong career. So I, I've been there and I know. What was that? It's a tough. Yeah, what was I, that? I, was, I, I worked in landscape for over 15 years. Okay. All right. And, and I don't regret a second of it. But, but actually, it, it probably wasn't uh, a career that I had really any intention for. I landed in there from a temp agency and I just kept going and going and going. But after a while you start to ask yourselves those tough questions. And well, so I, I think there's no better time than during a transition in your life, such as seeking a new job. Well, I, I love that you talk about the opportunity, seeing the opportunity in it. And as a matter of fact, we talked about that today. Um, somebody asked the question about, you know, they're getting hit up by recruiters and they're clearly, you know, just fishing. They're, they're just um, contacting them. It's not the right job, not even close to what they're looking for or the qualifications. Um, but we talked about how you could actually turn that into an opportunity rather than that be a negative, like, oh, these people are just, you know, they're just bombarding me and they don't even know what, you know, they're, they're not even clearly looking at who I am. Um, but turning that around and, and turning it into a positive by saying, hey, you know, that is not exactly what I'm looking for, the opportunity that you're, you know, talking about, but here's what I am interested in. Or even better yet, that's not the job for me. That's not the opportunity for me. But I do know and am connected with somebody that may be a good fit for that and providing value back to the person that's trying to solicit you, so uh, the recruiter. So in that way, creating value and establishing a relationship, right, with that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mark, good point. I think, too, when we get those rejection letters from a recruiter, even if it's an automated-looking thing, you know, failure by itself is, is pretty lame. 
But if you ask for feedback, hey, what am I doing wrong? What, is there any input I can get about my resume? Can I know what was the, the thing that I missed here? If you ask for that feedback, feedback that input on the other side is growth. So, so, so really reflecting on the failures and taking that moment to say, hey, what did I do here? Um, that's a cool thing to do. And, and look, the, it's a hard thing to get. I don't love rejection. But if you look back on your life, all the greatest things that have probably come really did result from something bad. Something bad. A lot of the worst things in our life are where the greatest things emerge from. So well, I hey, wanna, rejection I wanna, after rejection is okay. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a second. But uh, another thing, too, is it, it's tough sometimes. These employers won't give the feedback. So you're going to ask for the feedback. But I, I, would, I would encourage you to continue to ask for it because you'll be shocked. Sometimes you'll get it. Most of the time you won't, and it's for compliance and regulatory reasons. They have their own set of stuff they got to deal with, and it's usually around, like, discriminatory, yada, yada. And they just don't want to get sued, guys. That's the bottom line. <laughs> These companies don't want to get sued. They're going to give you feedback, and you're going to sue them. Like, that's happened, okay? You, you're saying it's not going to happen, but that's what happens, okay? So that's why companies are scared of giving feedback. But ask anyways, because you'll be shocked sometimes you'll get it. Um, but I want to hear from you, Brian. So you said you spent 15 years in landscaping. I want to go back there for a second. Let's go back there. Because you said it was not the right fit for you. It wasn't the right place. But you spent 15 years there. What were some of the things that, like, think about some of the skill sets that you've, you learned from that that you've been able to carry over into what you're doing now? Is there, is there anything that you're like, man, that was actually, I needed to go through that. I needed to be there. Was there anything that you can think of? He's like, no, he's quiet. Uh-oh, is he frozen? Yeah, I don't know if I lost you there, Trevor. Uh-oh. Yeah, I can see you now. You're good. You're good. Uh -oh. You were frozen. I was like, uh, he's doing, he's doing a stone face on me. <laughs> yeah, are we cool? Yeah, we're, we're good? good. We're good. Okay, great. Yeah, so the lessons learned, they're always there. They're always there. In, in landscape, uh, I mean, I still have friends from, from over a decade ago. Uh, that, that are just continue to be positive forces in my life. All of my management, my supply chain management, operations management, quality and excellence in, in what I do all came from that, that career. So certainly the, the lessons are, are in everything. Uh, so long as you, you take the moment to reflect on those lessons and then adapt into how am, I, how am I making sure I'm on the right highway here? And I think for a lot of years, I was on the wrong highway. Didn't mean the lessons weren't there. I was still traveling. I was still moving and growing. But I needed to take that detour into the, the road that was right for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. A lot of times it's, it's a journey. Our life is a journey, right? And you got to get on, like you said, you got to get on the right highway. Got to get in the right lane. Um, tell me about what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see job seekers making these days? Like what are some of the things you're seeing them do? Yeah, speaking, communicating. Actually, most of us are pretty poor professional speakers. Even the top executives in companies are, are sometimes even not great public speakers or communicators. I would encourage everyone to get into Toastmasters. That is probably the most high return on investment type personal growth thing you can do for yourself. Um, Toastmasters isn't just about public speaking. It's also about listening, mm. evaluating, practicing your leadership, being in a group, creating those bonds with each other. Um, it's very much a, a great thing to do. It's, it's something like 50 or 60 bucks for a whole year. I did it for about five years 
Mark, I have you done it? I can't tell you the, the value it brought to my life. Have you done it? No, I have not. Let's not do yet. It. Yeah, let's, let's do, it. do it. It's something I wanted to do. I, I actually... It's on my list. I had sure. a big, terrifying fear of public speaking for, for years and years, and um, I overcame it, obviously, doing stuff like this, but uh, it was... Um, I was like, was like, I want to go check out Toastmasters and check that out and, and stuff like that. Do, do you find that... Because I'm super unpolished, okay? I'm just like... <laughs> Super unpolished, right? Like that's just who I. Uh, do, you, do you? Does it? Because you're you've been a TEDx speaker four times, right? Is that right? Yeah, globally. Three, yeah, three countries, three different countries. Uh, public speaking, I, I won't ever remember uh, the times I've blacked out on stage. When I first took my first public speaking class, I was shaking so hard that I actually physically could not speak. Oh my but it was things like Toastmasters, pushing yourself. Yes. As Janice said earlier, pushing yourself into these zones where you, you just must get into uh, a better place. And it doesn't take away your authenticity. It doesn't take away your character. It just makes you feel better about going out and sharing the beautiful stories, the soul, the spirit, the voice that you have. I mean, everyone has a different life to share. And we've all got that great stuff. So Toastmasters, all the way. Um, also, to answer your question, Trevor and Mark, about some other ways that I've seen job seekers have, have some trouble is you need to get those seven to 10 stories, your work examples, and figure out how can you adapt any one of those into an answer for some of these really complex and compound behavioral questions that you're going to get in this interview process. So I would go out there, go to Google, go behavioral question sample list, and you'll get this list. So go through about 30 of those, adapt your different work stories to these different questions so that you're building up this muscle for mm. how can I clearly and articulately yes. show what I am and my personal leadership in the job process. I'm giving you so some micro muscle. Yes. Yeah. And not only mic drops, but guys, you got to, number one, he's a doctor. Number two, <laughs> it's not all just from like, you know, it's not all just from like uh, ABC college. It's Pepperdine, right? And he went to Oxford. Oh, wow. So, guys, this guy knows what he's talking about. Well, and, and all this is, guys, this. this is a communication, right? It's communication. And the person who's the clear has the clearest voice who can uh, clearly, like I can't right now, clearly articulate, you know, what they're trying to achieve is going to be the one that they go after. And so what you're saying is to be being able to tell stories around those things, that's awesome because stories sell what how does it go facts tell stories sell stories sell right you know facts tell stories sells like mark's an analytical guy right he's all about look at these numbers and this percentage rate and this and that and i'm like that's like, not how he sounds let's get to the bottom line <laughs> like like let's get to the bottom line but he is he's he's the numbers guy he's the data and most people just aren't they, they're just not driven by that right they're driven by emotion they're driven by the story and so if you can tell stories around this stuff, so I love that you said that, Brian. That is gold. Mic drop. Yes. Hey, real quick. Tell me a story. Speaking of story. Tell me a story, a success story. I want to hear a success story of one of your clients. Like, who's the person that comes to mind when I say, like, one of your most successful, like, mm, or maybe they were at the bottom and you were able to bring them up. Who, tell me a success story. Good. Greatest thing that, that I've helped my clients do is to help them land jobs that they really love, jobs that drive the purpose and passion into their life. But 
but also changed their life by increasing their salary by ridiculous margins. I'm talking about 80%. Even people have doubled their salaries. And oh, one thing you've got to do, that if you want to increase your salary, you need to get yourself into multiple job offer scenarios. And in order to do that, you've got to set up momentum so that you're interviewing with multiple companies at one time. I tell my clients, for every one job you apply to, you need to go in and play detective work. Send out at least 30 LinkedIn outreach messages to your future colleagues, future hiring managers, even senior executives. I've reached out to CEOs and CFOs of large companies, companies that we have all heard of, and they'll respond. And then they say, oh, hey, I want to get this, this resume looked at. Can you help me out? This person's highly interested. They're a perfect fit. Can you just take a second to, to peek at this? And you get replies. And I'll tell you, in, in a 30 messages that you send out, not everyone's going to see it. Not everyone's on LinkedIn. Correct. But if you send out the 30 messages, six or seven might, people might see it. Two to three people might actually respond to that message and, and might actually help you. So take the time. Everyone knows word of mouth and referral is the way you get jobs that you really love. It's not through spraying and praying out your application to a, 150 different places online. You got to reach out. You got to talk to people that have that burning bush that are like, I need this role filled. I got to get someone in this role. And then that person is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for reaching out. I love your resume. I'm, I like your attitude. And then you know what else? This is the Trevor and Mark. This is the coolest part of all of this. If I'm in a company and someone reaches out to me and I see that they're a good fit, I like their personality and I go and I reach out to the recruiter. I'm like, oh, put this person into the mix. I want to interview this person. Now I have a sense of pride about that. So when I get this person on the phone for that interview, finally, it's going to be a lot warmer and nicer. And it's, it's a relationship builder. Hey, I'm so, I'm glad you reached out. It looks like you got into the process. We're interviewing. This is great. I love that. It's, oh yeah. 100%. It's the outreach. It's yep. the outreach. Yep. And it's that, it's that, that early start of the relationship. Like, just like you said, the relationship, I mean, there's that familiarity then it just, guys, that's so important. I well, mean, and every it's a, edge that you can get. And it's about planting multiple seeds, right? Like, right. so here, here's the, here's a problem, right? They're applying online and that's about it. Right. So you got to go out, get the human connection involved, get human beings. Cause this is still, you know, a human to human face to face, uh, um, you know, purchase, right? They are buying you. Okay. If you think about it that way, they're making a big purchase as a company. And before they make that decision, they got to know they got the right guy or gal, right? And otherwise they would just do it based off your resume. Yeah. They, they would see your resume and they'd go, oh, okay, hire this person. That's why there's 11 interviews. There's 11 interviews because yeah. they want to know the face-to-face, -face, the eyeball-to-eyeball, -eyeball, the person-to-person, human-to-human. They want to see that. And so how often are you doing that? Like, how often are you sending out those messages and how are you doing it as well? Because there, there's, there's um, you know, there's bad and then there's, there's good and then there's like the awesome. best. There's like yep. amazing way. Like, how are you doing that? We teach a lot of that in our summit. And I know, Brian, you teach a lot of this stuff as well. Yep. Uh, so we've had so many mic drop moments. We Let's got, go to the audience. Yeah. Let's go to the audience. Yeah. Because we got, we got some giveaways. Let's see who do we got here with us. Um, we got Jeff Vance, Merrick Harbor, Meg Rose, Jason Hopper. Great to see you. Daryl Polston and Martha Gomez. All right. So here's the question I've got for the audience. So the question for the audience is this. Um, so Brian, Dr. Brian, Dr. Dr. Brian, he says, when I asked him about the, the would you rather question, I said pointy teeth or permanently red shot eyes. 
Um, he said he would rather had the other question for a certain reason. What was that reason? He said that he it made him made him look like something, something else, another character. There was another character he mentioned from a certain movie that's pretty popular. Yeah, the first question or th- the question that we asked him. <laughs> Would have made him look like someone in the first question. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's this is a good. That's a good question. That's a hard one. Yeah. The, that's... the second question made him think about someone in the first question. <laughs> Who was that person? <laughs> so convoluted yes. process to answer. So. We got to make sure, Brian. The reason why we do this, we got to make sure our audience is paying attention. Okay, that's what it's all about. We got to make sure you're paying attention, because uh, if we're gonna give some stuff away, you know, you got to earn it today, baby. You got to earn it. So in the first, the second question, it made him think. Of a character in the yeah, first I think, question. I think Chloe got it. Or maybe it was uh, Heather, maybe. Oh, someone did, said it. Somebody said it? Hold on. You know <laughs> how, the, you know, hey, Dr. Brian, you know how these LinkedIn comments are. You know how they are. You know how they come back, like, you know, hours uh, later. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get you. Yep. So the comments are coming in. I see 59 minutes and 51 seconds. Um, actually, you know who? Who was it? Michael Seip. Michael, congratulations. Yes. Darth Maul, congratulations to you. You got it. Let's tell him what he won. Uh, Let's see here. You got a free online course. Is that what you do, man? You got an online course? Yeah, online course called How to Land a Job. You love using LinkedIn in less than 90 days. And you're a LinkedIn expert, man. I know this. I know this about you. You're a LinkedIn expert. So y'all need to go through that. Uh, and, and Dr. Brian, I'm going to have to connect with you, man, because I'm, I'm currently making an online course. So I want to talk to you about that. But cool. yeah, go, go check out his online course. Uh, so congratulations to Michael. And you're going to get to go through that, how to land a job you love using LinkedIn. That's going to be awesome. Hey, uh, what's the best way to connect with you or, or to... Like if somebody from the audience was like, I need to get in touch with this dude, what's the best way? Yeah, LinkedIn direct message. The DMs on LinkedIn, I read every single message, every single comment. I love to hear from people. It would be an absolute privilege to help anyone I possibly can. Man, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. See, get in the DMs and y'all know what to send him. Y'all know what to send him. What do you send him? Tell me in the chat. What do you send him? When you reach out, you could send a regular message. What do you send him? That's another question mm-hmm. for somebody up in here. Matter of fact, whoever gets this one first, I'm going to send you a who you know shaker. Boom. I'm going to get you a shaker. Oh, you- man. Woo. We've had people like saying, I need one of those. So Yeah, of hey, course you need one of these. There you go. Of course you need one of these. Everybody go. needs one of these. <laughs> so tell me in the chat real quick. I'll wait for that response. What do you send to Dr. Brian? I'm teaching my my community the right way to do things, okay? So I'll wait for that answer. Quick shout-outs to, again, I see Hope Megita, Michael. We've got Daryl. Good to see you here with us. Jeff Vance. Heather, how are you? Uh, Robin McCarty, how are you? So good to see you. Tom Kilbane. I think Tom knows this answer. I think Tom knows the answer to the question that I'm asking. Um, let's see. Michael says two wins, baby. Two wins, baby. Yeah, two. That's that two weeks in a row for you, Michael. That is awesome. Is that two weeks? It might be two weeks in a row. He's Mm. always winning stuff. He's in these comments. He knows what's up. He's like he's like Jason. Uh, 
Fast Jeff fin- Vance fingers, Jason. says, congrats, Michael. Love your LinkedIn video, by the way. I think my, my comments are, like, way behind today. Um, on the phone, they're, they're time-stamped, so... Go, go back to your phone, because mine's, like, super laggy right now. Okay. Yeah, go back to your phone. I want to see who the winner was for that. While we're waiting here, Brian. Man, I appreciate you. I've been waiting to get you over here for a while. Um, you know what we need to do? We need to do a Dr. Brian and... Uh, in a Ravi uh, battle, we need to have y'all both on here. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the answers did come in. Yeah, they came in. They came in. Yeah. But I don't know who, okay, I don't know who it was. We'll have to go back and check, y'all. We're going to have to go back and check. Um, oh, man, I want to I wanna shout them out because I can only go back so far. Yeah, I had to refresh mine. Same thing. It would only go back so far. All right, we'll check it. We'll check it. All right, somebody got you, but they said the answer was video. So we tell we tell him to send you a video DM. Okay, send him a video DM. Put his name on a whiteboard. Send that in to Brian. You know how to do that, y'all. Brian, I appreciate you so much. Any last words or, or parting thoughts for these these uh, fine people in the audience? Yeah, Trevor, Mark, thank you so much for having me. Last words would be. Don't forget to stand out. You got to differentiate yourself. And one of the ways that you're going to do that is by being yourself. Don't ever answer that question. When they say, tell me about yourself, don't skip over who you are. Tell them where you were born. Tell them about your life. Tell them who you really are before you just list off your resume. Likeability, connectability, relatability is the most underrated part of this whole job thing. So keep that in mind, please. 100 uh, percent mark you said you had an answer go ahead and shout them out yeah you, you had it so, so the first answer that came in and at least again guys these are time stamps so um was jim young jim young jim young, jim over, young. In, over on the west side of the metroplex uh video he says video create it send him a video yes that's right send him a video message bomb bomb yes 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 all right guys uh brian appreciate you guys that's the show it's all about who, who you ya know. know. Bye. Trevor Houston here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. We hope you've been inspired, encouraged, educated, and entertained all at the same time. For information on our different events, workshops, partners, or partnership opportunities available, check out whoyouknow.show for more details. And be on the lookout for our new mobile app coming soon. You never know how this show can help someone you know. You know, and if we've made an impact or put a smile on your face today, don't forget to hit that share button on your way out. Until next week, it's all about who you know. Bye.